Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Prayer Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your word that's able to edify us and exalt us in a way that nothing else is able to do. Thank you that we will live here blessed. Amen. Let's stand for the reading of the word of God. Joshua chapter 1 verse 18. Joshua 1 18. Say, whosoever he be that doth rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken unto thy words in all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of a good courage. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. We are talking about activation of boldness, part four. We started this series of boldness and... Um, Joshua has been a good character for us to discuss. We have said that when you are in a place of Joshua who is supposed to succeed Moses, Moses is a big shoe. If you are that kind of a person, you need boldness. That is, it takes boldness for a good succession plan especially for a predecessor who has been used mightily. It takes boldness for that to go well. That is why if you read Joshua, you find out that God kept encouraging him and telling him that as I was with Moses, so I am with you. Because God knew that it was not an easy um, assignment for Joshua, looking at the fact that the people really... Um, put a lot of reverence and premium on Moses and his ministry. So when we want to go through great succession plans, we need boldness because sometimes there are old systems and old people within old systems that you want to work with and you want to change the systems and make them new, still using old people and people don't adapt easily. And so if you are not bold, they will bully you and the systems will bully you and you might fail. And so you need that boldness. So God kept telling him that be strong and courageous. We also said that if you are a leader who is going to take the people to the promised land, if you are that person who is going to appropriate the promises of God in your life, the prophecies of God in your life, what you need is boldness. God kept telling Joshua that in this particular assignment I'm giving you, this particular assignment I'm giving you, I don't require you to pray. Prayer is mandatory. I don't require you to fast. But I require of you to be strong and courageous. That's all God was saying that be strong and courageous and I will let you share the portions of land 
unto these people. So you can see that boldness is a great virtue. And we have learned that it's even a spirit. That every believer who is to take something from the prophecies or the promises of God should have in order for things to happen. And so most of the time, God promises us so many things, but we are not bold to take some steps to appropriate them. And I'm praying that the spirit of boldness will come upon you today. So in this chapter 1, verse 18, we see Joshua leading the people, and then a new crop of leaders came up to show him solidarity. In fact, if you read from verse 16, you'll find out that these people came and they, they answered Joshua saying that all that thou commandest us, we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us, we shall go. He said, according as we hearkened unto Moses in all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses. Then they now told Joshua that anybody that rebels against you, we will kill the person. We are going to give you cooperation because they knew. They knew that Moses was kind of a dadaba kind of leader to the people. <laughs> he was pampering the people. That's why you see people rising up and rebelling against him in the wilderness. The missed multitude also fought him and made a lot of demand. We need quail. We need manna. We are tired of this. So they pressed him here, pressed him there, pressed him here. And that is what made the guy to mess up. He messed up so big time that he was telling God that, are these people my people? He said, come and kill me. I'm depressed. A leader can be depressed when he's not bold. Because when the, the people start throwing different weapons, unnecessary weapons on you, it, it will begin to sap your energy. And if you are not careful, by the time you know you have missed the target and one of the things I found out from this particular group of people is the fact that a lot of them got to the promised land, but Moses didn't get there. If you are not bold, and the leader was supposed to get to the promised land before the people, but the people got there and he didn't get there. Because he was not bold, he was trying to pamper them, he was trying to massage them. There is a time in your life where you have to go into a self-preservation mode. A self-survival mode. Are you, are you here at all? Many of us are supposed to lead a generation. For example, if you are an arrowhead or a breadwinner of your family, you are likely to fail. And, I mean, on a casual look, not with any empirical evidence, I think that about six out of ten breadwinners of families fail. Why do they fail? Because if you are not careful, you will live all your life for the people that you are supposed to feed. And most of the time, what happens is that whatever God gives you that is supposed to serve as a seed for a great harvest. And then you are supposed to use the harvest to sustain the people who are following after you. The pressure makes you to spend the seed on the needs of the people rather than to sow it for the harvest that is supposed to sustain it. If you understand what I'm saying, can you wave your hands? Do you understand that? So most of the time, what is even supposed financially, what is supposed to help you to create wealth 
becomes the thing you use to sustain them because now you are getting a call from the village, you are getting a call from the family, this one is sick, that one is not well, there's funeral here, there is that here. So the money or the resource you need to invest and from out of that investment you are supposed to possibly use the gains or the dividends to sustain the family because you are not bold to look at the faces of people to say that I have it, but I'm not giving you. You end up giving it to them, and that becomes a problem for you. And most of the time, when a breadwinner collapses, nobody sustains the breadwinner. Have you found out that when the Israelite had committed sin against God, and God was displeased with them, because they had their breadwinner, their leader in Moses, Moses would always go to God and intercede for them, and God would pardon them. But when Moses was in trouble, nobody interceded for him. So when you are a leader, when you are a breadwinner, you get to that point where you have to go into a survival mode, into a, a, a self-preservation mode, and it takes boldness to be able to look at the face of people who sometimes have a nice way of telling a story, a moving story. <laughs> you see, some people are making me feel like I'm not preaching, but oh, what are you even talking about, Timpo? Two plus two is four. When do you know the answer? You know the answer. Some people would tell a story, you kill yourself for them to live. It, it takes boldness for you not to play God. Because most of the time when they are telling you the story, they want you to play God. So she has to burn some brand of run appellations and ingratiation. God elected you for me, everyone, and their destiny helper. You are my destiny helper, numero uno. So when they start knowing you, tickling you like that, they are breaking down your defense system. And if you are not careful, all your boldness to say no will be gone. Once that is gone, the people will begin to cash in. Bring in, bring the cash. Are you following here at all? So, if you are not careful, you realize that by the time you wake up, you are intelligent, but you don't have resources to invest. And when people keep telling you that you are good, you are generous, you are this, this one is kind, it is not always a compliment. Sometimes it's, it's a, confir a confirmation of your weakness. And the fact that you are gullible and you are easily manipulative. or mani You can easily be manipulated. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm sure it will help somebody. Yeah. Most of the... Have you seen that rich people don't give money out easily? <laughs> Even if it's one, they will tell you that this one he has money, but he's stingy. It's calculative. Because they have this wisdom that until you hit a certain level of prosperity or resources, anything you are giving out that is unplanned is going against you. Hey. Yeah. There's a realm of prosperity that Bill Gates can give Africa so much and it will not affect him. I hope you know that. But when you have not hit there, every giving must be calculated. 
most of the time, 90% of the time must be in the budget. And you have to train people around you to stay in the budget. If you don't do that, you're going to be in trouble, man. <laughs> you're going to be in big trouble. They'll come, they'll come, they will run and come that somebody has collapsed. And you are not a medical doctor. Hey. So it takes boldness for you even to tell people around you that every one of you, whether you are NDCO, you are MPPO, go and get a national health insurance. Hey. And I know there are people in church who don't have that card. And they will not have, and they will get sick, and they will say, Church, give me money for hospital, and church doesn't give them money, and they get offended. How is it that you are a Ghanaian and you don't have a health insurance card? What is wrong with you? That you are political, that you even put your own health at risk. Hey! You are delivered in Jesus' name. <laughs> This country is our own country. It's our own what? Country. Nigeria man will say. So what are some of the benefits of boldness? What are some of the benefits of boldness? We've already shared quite a number of them. But today I think um, this will be number four. Boldness helps to keep or recover things committed to our stewardship. Boldness helps to keep or to recover things that are committed to our stewardship. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 34 and 35. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, 34 and 35, it's talking about David. David has come to the battleground and uh, he's seen Goliath and he's trying to make a case to go and fight Goliath. And they said, no, he's young. He can't do it. And so David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. So here we see that David had been given a stewardship role to keep the flock of his daddy, Jesse. And when he was in that wilderness, a, a predator came after his sheep. One was a lion. He went after the lion. A bear also came and he went after the bear. Question is, what does it take to keep what has been handed over to your stewardship? Because most of the time, you see that even if you have been employed as somebody's shopkeeper, family members can come one husk, one biscuit, and then the, the, this thing doesn't balance, and that's how you lose your job. So when things have been committed into your hands, one of the things you need to be a successful steward or caretaker is to be bold. Is to be what? Bold. bold. You are sitting in somebody's um, cold store. 
If you are not careful, one salmon, small beef. By the time you know, all the profit is gone. And when it goes, you go with the profit. <laughs> Some years ago, I listened to a tape from Bishop Oedipo. He said when he was sending um, Bishop Abiyo and the rest to um, Maduguri and other places, they used to give them about 5,000 naira or so. It was a big money then for their rent, for their upkeep and everything to start the church and everything. And when they were going, he would pray for them and he would tell them, give them the money and say that if this money get missing, get missing with the money. <laughs> if it gets lost, get lost. Don't show up. You see, some people just have this malleability. They are so soft, that no matter whatever you give them, they have a way of losing it. Now, if you are keeping a sheep in a wilderness where there are predators, one of the things you need is a strong heart. It's called boldness. Because whatever has been kept in your hands is meat, is food for the other people there. Are you here at all? So when what is in your hand, if you have a gift in your hand and it's something that's enviable, they are going to come for you. And if you are not bold, you break down and it will be taken away. I like the story because the lion actually took the lamb. And David said, mm -mm, not under my watch. You see, a hireling is afraid of the predator. But a good shepherd will fight the predator to recover whatever the predator has taken. Are you somebody here? Are you here? That's why you can be in a place and some thieves go into some people's farm and they don't go to some other people's farm. Some people don't have the recovery ability. Hey. So, <laughs> boldness is what will make you keep even the money you are given, whatever gift you are given, the resource you are given, the marriage God has given you, things that have been committed into your hands, it will give you the ability to keep. And when it comes under attack, boldness is what gives you the ability to recover it from the mouth of the lion. Some shepherd will run and leave the sheep and it will be carried away by the lion or the bear. But David said, mm -mm. you touch my sheep, I come after you. And for a human being to go after a lion, that, that means that that person is very what? Bold. Because you need a lion's heart to fight a lion when you're a human being. I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. May you receive that boldness in Jesus' name. To some of you, you buy a land and somebody takes it away from you. You need boldness. You need boldness to recover it. Some of you here caught. No, you just freeze. Caught. Caught. At spirit are in court. Human beings are there. And they are there for you. Be bold. When, I'm sure when a lion wants to come and take the sheep, you will now be doing, mm. that's how the lion, the, the shepherd will run away and leave the sheep. But when David, when the lion roars small, David gets alert. Said, today, something will happen here. Not in this my ingonwum. <laughs> it's a Greek word. Yeah. 
So you'll be losing things in this Accra. When you buy a land, the land is not yours until you build on it. Recently, one of our members bought a land in Oyarifa. Young lady finished school, tennis car. Then there's one effort there who has been taking a lot of people's land. So the lady built a wall, started, he went to break the wall. He said, hey, what is this? Then the matter became plenty. He says that um, the one who sold the land to the girl took 50 Ghana from here for 50 Ghana. And so the land is his. But the land has been bought, signed by the chief and everybody. Somebody died and left it for the son. And so he came to tell me, he said that the, the, her worry was that this Efo has been killing a lot of people when you fight with him on a land. And he seemed to have a way of controlling some of the you know, law enforcement. I don't want to mention. So I told the lady that go to the police station and make a report. Because this effort threatening you, nobody is able to deal with him, but tell him that he can't kill you. In fact, go to wherever he is, tell you are effort, but he can't kill me. And I will deal with you. You see, that kind of a thing is what will make him know that you are not normal. So, the girl went to one police station around there. He came to this place. And uh, they were playing, but he told me, I said, go to the one there. When he went to the one there, the FO came with some policeman like that who was trying to harass the guy. But on that day, when the lady went there, he met the police commander. He was there. And he said, you, the girl, she was very bold. He said, please, you're beyond to me now. You fear things, papa. <laughs> made a case. And the commander was there. He said, which police went with that person? Let me see your document. He said, who they call, the man was in trouble. That's how the Air Force was in trouble. That's how the Air Force left the girl. And the Air Force was shocked that a young lady has been able to handle him with all his juju power at the embassy. So if you, when you hear Air Force now, you start freezing. Maybe. I said, boldness is one of the things that will just freeze every occultic power against you. I'm not in a hurry with this message, you. The guy is in the media. That's how her land has been secured. Now, when the Air Force sees her, he doesn't like the girl. The girl too doesn't like the Air Force. If you are not bold, what has been given to you will be taken away from you. Some of you, this is a very bad one, but I will still say it. Can I say it? Yeah, some of you, you see power that a lady is after your husband. Then you discuss with your husband, there's tension, and then you leave your home. You, the home that the lady wants to take, you, know, you, you leave the home telling the lady that you can come. One day like that, the husband went to do one dangerous fire. And the girl started sending it here, 
to you know the the circles of the guy and the lady that people will know. So they went like, why is guy embarrassed by that kind of a thing? I told the lady, this girl, I know what she's doing. Leave your husband. Confront this matter. He said, Daddy, how do I do? I'm hurt. I said, hurt. Now, oh, my man, who him hurt or hurt? How now, be hurt? I said, I'm here, But, let the lady know. You know this thing? And it's not good, it's not bad news that you have taken your husband back and you are not going to drive your husband away. That's how the lady froze. Yeah, because, and the man was of a good standing. It was just pew, 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 I said, stop the investigation or just keep your husband and let the devil run away. Yeah. Because sometimes secrecy is what empowers whoever is coming after you. So, okay, okay, I'm forgiving him and I love him like that. What again? Matter die. When we are inside, you know, whether we'll be doing blow so, whether we'll be doing whatever, but you need to quench that fire out there. I don't know if God is talking to somebody, but some of you, you will now go on Facebook. Amen. Oh, man. You see that the status has changed with some smiley being. When say, okra broom. It's just sweeping, sweeping, sweeping. My prano, befa. But when they get, and I, I, and both of them, I knew them. I knew the wife and I knew the chick. I was talking, I said, see, the, the woman still on the husband. The lady was powerless. Yeah. Hey, that's a bold wife to claim the husband from the hand of a slave queen. And this one now, you just jump on your shoulder. Hey, I'm going to deal with it. Deal? Deal? The real dealer is behind the scene. So, sometimes if you are not careful, you just destroy your home because you are not bold enough to swallow some things, absorb some things. Things happen, though. Things do happen. Recently, one guy standing MP ship somewhere like that there, Wife is my mate, way, way back in um, elementary school. And then she was speaking to me and said that, oh, the husband has gone to give birth to one of the town girls. You know, and those girls talk. I said, so I said, pause. I said, the girl will do this, do that, do that. He said, oh, it's the main I By now, I suck up a penny, 15, but not official residence. It's a boy girl. Let me see. The girl is using the baby as a trump card. Go and tell. Have you heard that in the olden days? I'm not saying these things, but I'm just telling you that men, you see, some things they pour, but they don't spoil. I said, tell the girl you want to adopt the child. The cocoa season finished now. <laughs> didn't you hear, you know, didn't you see that? The wives of old, they used to adopt children that their husband went to spit here and there, spit here. Is to quench those fires. The lady was over angry. Three children with a man already. I said, tell you, I adopt this one. And so as the lady stepped forth to say, we are going to adopt, the girl became powerless. Finish. 
because you'll be using the gate. The child is crying. Come home. No, the baby is here. The baby is where? You have to be what? Bold! Tell somebody, be bold! Sometimes when you are bored, people will say you are foolish. It's not foolishness, it's wisdom. I'm not saying people should go and be born in here and there. <laughs> Let me do a disclaimer. <laughs> Pastor Mboka there, some call a baby import job of friend. <laughs> some people are already in the thing already. Sometimes you see a woman you want to marry, she already has two children. But you know that, oh, I'm preaching in poor. You know that your future is with this one. That people will say, hey, this is low, then this is, it might be low, low weighty. Weighty. Haven't you seen people who married people with children and they gave birth to other children and their own biological children neglected them? It took me, my stepfather, when I give my biological father, I give my stepfather. Sometimes I give my stepfather even more than my biological father. Yeah. Because the man tried. Too much. Where my father took over, the man has been building foundations since for my education. My father, yeah, he did like three years. I remember when I, my father realized I have a very good relationship with my stepfather, the man Bo. So I asked him, somebody who has done six and somebody who has done three, who should have more? <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, no. He said, hey, but uh, I'm the one who gave birth to you. I said, that is foundation. I said, you, have you seen, I asked my father, I said, have you seen a building's foundation before? He said, no. I said, what we see is the finish. And if he had said finishing, I would have gone to foundation. <laughs> See, have you seen a building hanging before? My father used not to like my stepfather, but now they became friends. <laughs> because, hey, anybody whom God has used to contribute to where you are, it's a destiny helper that you must not turn your back. I don't care what anybody says. Let them go and sleep. And it takes boldness. It takes what? Boldness. To be able to make some decisions. So you recover. That's boldness. Hey. Now I realize that Christians, we are not bold. Not bold at all. We can quote the boldness scripture so. But to practicalize the boldness. Mm -mm. Hey. Boldness, number five, secures a trail of testimonies for the child of God in a hard place. A trail of testimonies for the child of God in a very hard place. The same scripture, you will see that when David, in verse 36, stood before Saul and gave his credentials, this is what he said. He said, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. That's the trail. 
is recounting to the king that this is what I have been able to do out of my boldness. And because of that, this opportunity to that has come. You need to give it to me. I killed the lion and the bear and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Seeing he has defied the armies of the... He's a powerful already. Look at the next verse. 37. Check it. Very powerful. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he would deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go and the Lord be with thee. When you are bold, it secures for you a trail of testimonies. It is his boldness that made him to kill the lion. His boldness made him to kill the bear. Tore them into pieces. And that boldness gave him a credential that he presented before the king. Even when his age disqualified him. When his look disqualified him. When his background disqualified him. He had a trail of testimonies that he had secured from the place of boldness. And when they saw that even though you are young, you don't look like you can do it. If you have this trail, then we know that you have what it takes to face this giant. Are you following this thing at all? What is your testimony credential? What's your CV? And you don't gain these credentials because you have a nice makeup or you dress well. People dress well. Yeah. Sometimes when you are bidding for a contract, they look at what works have you done before? You are, you are on an interview. They ask you, where have you worked before? What have you done before? And to do things, you need boldness. You need what? It was boldness that secured for him this trail of testimonies. So a trail of testimony is not possible until boldness is on ground. Some of us go to work and we go with our emotions. The madam doesn't like me. No, the madam is not there to like you. The boss is not there to like you. Did we come to work to love? What came here is professionalism, competence. You can do it, you can do it. And when you are doing it well, somebody will not like you. And when you are not doing it well, somebody will bash you. So you prepare yourself with shock absorbers and you go there and you have to be bold. You have to be what? Bold. When you are bold, you see testimonies. And when opportunities come up, they will look for somebody who has testimonies. As a testament of their boldness. I mean, people were holding weapons. Saul didn't see the weapon of David. He only heard about his boldness. Because everybody there was afraid. Afraid of Goliath. People holding guns and arrows and stones. And visible weapons. Visible. It's like you, have so, so, you went to Harvard. You, were, you have so much on your CV. But when you are talking, they know that you are a non-entity. Because there is no spirit in what you are saying. This guy came up and said, I'm not wearing an armor. I'm not, I'm not a soldier here. I was just an errand who was sent here. But I'm seeing an opportunity there. And I see all the professionals have melted. But I got something. This is my credential. I killed a lion. Have you killed a lion before? I killed a bear. Have you? They disqualified. His family was the first to disqualify him. They said, you are a bad boy. Who sent you here? 
They took the phone and said, Some of you get so disturbed when people show you signs of rejection. Once they show you one attitude like that, hey, you shall see. And other tenants shall see. I've told you, greatness is shrouded in controversy, in a mystery. Jesus said, Woe unto you when all men like you. So this is a very dangerous terrain. In a hard place, you get testimonies because you are bold. Don't go to a hard place. You, if you enter the mines, you enter politics, you have to be ready. Whether you enter into an office, that's why that office you have to pray to enter there. Because if it, it, it was easy for anybody to enter there, you wouldn't have been there. Or you would have been there a long time ago. Or everyone would have been there. But the fact that you've really suffered to be there means that you need something more than paper. You need something more than what? I don't know if I'm preaching. Am I here or I've traveled? Church people there, we are looking for love everywhere. It's only God who so loved the world. Human beings don't love like that. But hard place, a Christ hard, live by plan. Add this one to a live by boldness. Hey. Where I'm coming from, Cape Coast, you have to be bold. You have to be what? Sometimes you wake up and people have, there's blood everywhere. From your house door to church door. Some of you will not even step out. That's how you become Amalia forever. But you have to step out. Step out in boldness. Hard place. Recently, one, one, I don't know whether it's a pastor or it's an uncle, he was just threatened. By the time we deal with you, I said, where I'm coming from? This is news to my ears. News. Because there, fetish priests come like fetish priests. They don't come like pastors. It's like, we know, I'm evil, you are good. This one that you are wearing suit, you can deal with me. When somebody is waving their boudoir in front of you, and you are still alive. You, you have left your boudoir in the house. Wearing suit. You're a joker, man. You're a joker. You can't deal with me. I'm too bold. I told him, if I don't even pray, you, I pass you. You have to be bold. You have to be what? Bold. David spoke to Goliath. He said, you were a dog. The guy died. Every power the giant had died. It's, it's, boldness has a mouth. When he speaks, he freezes the power of the enemy. But this thing gives you a trail. Because you see that some people have the school, you don't have it to their level and you are still getting the job. Because you are bold. Two of my guys, one guy actually, is an engineer. Um, my former PA's um, kid brother, they went and then the engineer, they said they should. They went for interview for some of these offshore companies. And blah, blah. And two of them came up. Tops. And then the other one was more qualified than he was. Then he asked him, he said, is that all? <laughs> because he realized that uh, with the qualification the guy will have. So they said, but you can give us something to do. That's why they gave them, they dismantled something and gave them. They said they should reassemble it. He did this. <laughs> he did this. 
Because he used to be doing this thing with Toyota all that time. He was doing first. That's how they took him on. Bold is because a lot of people go for an interview and they sit and questions are thrown at them, thrown at them, thrown at them. You to interview the interviewer. Is that all you people have here? Okay, why are you using this software instead of that other one? But I don't know. I'll have a power. That's why they'll be thinking maybe this guy can contribute to something. But you see that they bombard you. Bomb- or you don't know. You don't know the practice of interview. You can ask questions. But the Ghanaian mind, as you are going, you know. Oh, Razi. 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 You really make a case for employment when you engage them and share your mind. Bless the Lord. Let's do something. Please. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service. 9.30 a.m. for the second service, Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.